Hallelujah. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Can you give the Lord a hand clap of praise one more time for his tremendous grace and mercy? Um, before, before we uh, get into the word, I just would like to say this uh, first and foremost. Uh, give an honor to God and to your wonderful and tremendous pastor, Pastor Murphy. Amen. Come on. Oh, come on and bless your pastor today. Oh, come on. Thank God for your pastor today. Oh, come on. Honor the man of God today. Come on. This is the man that labors for you. Honor the man of God. Amen. 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 And to this tremendous choir today. Amen. This men's chorus. Amen. Amen. To Pastor Taylor and this wonderful, tremendous musician on my left also. Thank God for them today. Amen. 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 Just before, just before we get into the word, before I ask you to stand, uh, I, I, I told you, Pastor that I was gonna tell you this because I think it's important that you know this. He knows that I'm getting ready to tell you this. I went into his restroom and I had to pray extra long. And I asked the Lord to forgive me that I had to put on this purple tie today. I don't know why. I've been preaching a long time, but nobody has ever given me a purple tie and asked me to preach in a purple tie. I asked him would he tie the tie on me, and he was like, no, you're going to, you know, I was like. So it gave him much pleasure to see me tie that purple tie. Okay, for those of you who may not know where I'm going with this, I'm an alpha. And as much as I love my cousin, for my cousin to do me like that, and Dr. Murphy enjoyed every bit of it. And, and, and what is so sad is, is that I have another relative that's in that choir who shares the same uh, uh, affinity that I do to this wonderful and tremendous organization, Alpha Phi Alpha. Ed, why did you let them do this to you? <laughs> okay, can we stand for the reading of God's word? Call your attention to the gospel according to St. Luke, the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse number 29 and ending at verse number 31. The gospel according to St. Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse number 29 and ending at verse 31. If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're still trying to find it, say, could you wait, please? Amen. Matthew, Mark, then Luke. Amen. Here at the beginning of the reading of God's word. Amen. 
Amen. And I thank God for all of Faith Encounters Community Church coming and being with us today. I thank you. I thank you, Pastor Johnson, Reverend Johnson, for coming and being with us. Also, we thank you. We count the privilege to be in this place today. Here at the beginning of the reading of God's word. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son, your son, was come which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fetid calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. Shall we bow and shall we pray? Father, we love you, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to stand behind this most sacred desk. I offer myself to be used by you. I pray today, Lord God, that you would use me for your glory. Hide me behind the cross that your son Jesus might be glorified. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Could you look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, the other side of the story? Amen. The other side of the story. You may be seated in this place. I thank God for the opportunity to stand in this place and to speak to the brothers in this church. But if there's something that you can gain from this, my sisters, then please say amen when I get to something that fits you as well. I think one of the hardest things it is for us to understand in life as brothers is not being aware. I think the other hardest thing for us to understand as brothers is not being aware and also being unattentive. It's one thing to be aware, but it's another thing to be unattentive. How many of you know you, you can be aware and not be attentive? Let, let, me, let, me, let me break it down and, and so that you can get this. You can be aware that your, your, your health may be on the decline, but not be attentive that it's on the decline. That there are times in life when we can be aware of, of situations uh, about to take a drastic turn and then not be attentive enough 
to take some preventative measures so that life doesn't take a drastic turn. The fact of the matter is, is that I think most of the time that we are aware, but for some reason we won't be attentive. And yet God gives us opportunities through what I would call whispers from God so that we can be attentive. And for whatever reason, we won't allow the whispers that come from God to inform us to be more attentive. All right. All right. The fact of the matter is, is that as we look at the text this morning, we find a brother who is aware, but unattentive. And yet, my brothers and sisters, Jesus taught parables, and now this is a parable that comes from Jesus. And as we look at this parable... This parable has nothing to do with the prodigal son. And yet we have an issue. And the issue doesn't come to surface, Pastor Murphy, until the younger brother is on his way back home. We, we, we don't even realize that there's a problem until the younger brother is on the way down the street and gets to his father's door and now we recognize that, that the younger brother was lost. But we don't even realize that the older brother is lost in the house. We don't even recognize that, 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 that the older brother is in the house but yet the older brother is in the house and the older brother is lost. We don't even realize that he's lost until he talks to us right here. We don't even realize his pain and the silent frustration that this elder brother is dealing with until we see the younger brother. Can't you hear the, the bitterness in his voice? Can you see the pain in his speech to his father? The fact of the matter is, is that he has worked his fingers to the bone, trying to please the father. He's worked very hard, skilled, and never took an opportunity to enjoy life because he felt that he needed to work hard for his father. And how many of us recognize that we work hard every single day and never lift up our heads to, to take time to smell the roses. We put our faces to the grind and, and work hard to have something and by the time we get through trying to have something, when it's time to really enjoy life, here comes prostate cancer. When we finally get to the point where we really want to enjoy life, when we finally get to the point where we should be excited about living, here comes something else. And the fact of the matter is, is that it was there all along, but we weren't attentive enough. The fact of the matter is, is that it was there all along and God was giving us whispers that something was going on. But we kept our head to the grind and because we kept our head to the grind, we let some stuff slip through the crack. And by the time when we get to finally get into the place where we can do something about it, half the time it's already too late. Because we were aware but we weren't attentive. 
We let it fall to the crack and this elder brother has a whole lot of problems and we didn't recognize his problems were as big as they are until he opened up his mouth and said to his father, when did you ever, 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 when did you ever give me a fatted cat? When did you ever send me to Saxmith Avenue and ask if I could get a tailor-made suit? When did you ever send me to Johnston and Murphy that I might try on a pair of shoes? When did you ever send me to Jared Jewels and ask if I could get a ring of any sort? When, when did you ever ask me? Oh my God. And as painful as it is, it's not the father's fault. As painful as it is, it's not the younger brother's fault because the truth of the matter is the younger brother had sense enough to ask. You missed that. It is not my fault if you don't have sense enough to enjoy life when you have the opportunity to enjoy life. Uh, it's not my problem if you won't take advantage of a door that God opens for you and you let everybody else go through the door that you want to walk through yourself. Is there anybody out there who understands when God opens a door, you need to make use of the door that's in front of you. The younger brother made sense of it and took advantage of what his daddy offered and had. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know the Jewish custom is, is that the elder brother would take care of the younger brother, but the younger brother wasn't going to wait till daddy died. The younger brother said, I want it right now. Give it to me so I can live and try it out right now. Yeah, he messed it up. Yeah, he messed it up. But that's what young folk do. And don't look at me like I'm crazy because all of us have been young before and made some bad decisions. Don't fool me in here today. Is there anybody up in here made some bad choices but you're still here? You got another opportunity to get it right. You messed it up. You squandered it. You wasted it. But thanks be to God that you got another opportunity to get it right. And here I am standing in this church having made messed it up but thanks be to God for the grace of God that gave me an opportunity to get it right I'm here I'm here I'm here I come to represent that part I'm here and I don't care who don't like it that I'm here I'm here and I'm here and I'm here and I'm glad to be here with my bad crazy self I messed up but I'm here if you're here say amen if you're here say amen if you survive, say amen. If you're still trying to get it right, say amen. If you still mess up, but you're trying to get it right, say amen. And here it is. The, the younger brother, the younger brother, he messed it up. He, he messed it up. He had one too many parties. He messed it up. Gave too many rounds of Cavassier. He messed it up. <laughs> he gave too many rounds of, of, you know, that, them funny cigarettes. He messed it up. 
he, he, you know, he tried, you know, a little bit of that white stuff and ain't talking about BC powder right now. But he, he, he messed it all up. You, 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 have anybody in here thought you had some friends and messed some stuff up, trying to buy friends, trying to make friends, and when you got to the point where you recognized they weren't friends, they was already long gone, you broke, brusted, and disgusted, and now you left with nothing and trying to figure out where did all your friends go? Am I the only person in here played the fool, thought you had some friends, and when... <laughs> he messed it up. Kelly, he messed it up. But he comes back home. And the elder brother turns into the sin police. The elder brother comes into the church police. When you finally get it right, there are some folks who will remind you that you didn't get it right. And yet the elder brother says to the dad, you mean to tell me that I've never done you wrong. As soon as my younger brother comes back home, we going to have a party? You know he been out there with them harlots. I'm not going to give you the politically correct term for that. It's just, they're kids in the church, okay? We going to stick with harlots for right now. It works. And you have the audacity We going to have a party? Yeah. Man, he spent your money on Cavassier. Huh. Oh, that ain't, okay. Citron? <laughs> Beef eater? Southern Comfort? Come on. I... Absolute? Chavis Regal? Crown Royal? Whatever your choice, we all know about parties, but he threw a party for the son that wasted his money on harlots and riotous living. But the problem with the text is not the harlots. The problem with the text is not the liquor. The problem with the text is that the elder brother is blind. The problem with the text is instead of the brother being better, he's bitter. The problem with the text is that the brother, the elder brother is aware but hadn't been attentive. The problem with the text is, is that the younger brother came home and the elder brother ought to have been excited. But there's always a hater somewhere. I don't care how much you change and how good you get. There's always somebody somewhere trying to let you not forget where you've come from. There's 
always somebody throwing up where you used to be and can't give God praise for where you are right now. There's always some hater, somebody always trying to rain on your progression. Is there anybody out there who's ran into some haters? You're trying to be better. You're trying to do the best you can with what you got, but somebody is always talking about where you used to be and can't give God praise for where you are right now when the truth of the matter is God has erased my past and is blessing me in my now and has secured my future. Wait a minute, you didn't hear that. God has erased my past, blessing me in my now and has secured my future. Wait a minute, you still didn't get it. God has blessed me has forgiven my past, blessing me right now, and secured my future. I'm here. I'm done. I'm almost done. Because I love the younger son, but I identify more with the elder son. Here is why I identify with the elder son more than I do with the younger son. Because it is the elder son who's been misinformed. Who has been aware but unattentive. Here is how he's unattentive. He hasn't been aware that all this time he could have been blessed. That all this time he could have had as many parties as he wanted to. Because the father had given him access to all that he had. Wait a minute, that was your moment to shout right there. Because there are many of us in this church right now, you are not living your best life because you're waiting on somebody to give you permission to live your best life. You don't need nobody to give you permission to be blessed. The fact of the matter is, is that the father told the elder brother, you could have already been blessed. You could have already had a designer suit. You could have already had shoes. You could have had a car. You could have had everything that you wanted. But you sit here mad about nothing when you've been blessed all this time. Is there anybody up in here who recognizes that God is waiting on you to access all that he has given to you. And it's shame on you if you won't access all that God has given you. I want to make sure that didn't get over somebody's head. Let me go at it one more time. What you saying, Pastor Pickett? What I'm saying is that when you recognize who your father is, when you recognize what your father wants to do, when you recognize that the father has already graced you with his best, when you recognize that the Father has a purpose and a plan for your life. 
when you recognize that you don't have to settle for less than God's best. When you recognize that God is calling you to be the head and not the tail, when you recognize that God is calling you to be a lender and not a borrower, when you recognize that he died so that you can live, when you recognize that he got up from the grave so that you would have access to all that God has, it's time for you to square your shoulders and lift your head back and say, God, I thank you. It's my turn. And right now, you ought to open up your mouth and give God some praise for finally realizing it's my turn. I messed up, but now I recognize that the Father wants to bless me. I was blinded, but now I see that all that he has is mine. Can I help somebody? Here's my shouting point. Don't wait for nobody to throw you a party. Have your own party. Is there anybody out there? Don't wait for somebody to take you out. Take yourself out. Don't wait for somebody to appreciate you. Go look in the mirror and I appreciate myself. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. In him I live and have my being. I'm blessed because of who he is. And right now, if don't nobody like me, I like me well enough to appreciate what God has done for me. Can I get an amen right there? Square your shoulders back. And tell the Lord, thank you for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me. Thank you, Lord, that I can celebrate myself. Rise, shine, and give God the glory. Rise, shine, and give God the glory. Rise. And give God the glory. Rise, shine, give God the glory. He says, What? All this time? Yeah, boy. All this time, it's been waiting for you. And you've been walking around begging when all you had to do is access it. Getting behind folk when you ought to get in front. Can I get a witness? There are some times where you've got to look people in their eyes and just say, excuse me. Excuse me. It's my time. Come on. And, and, and say it 
like Diana Ross and I'm done this time. I'm coming out and I want the world to know. I gotta let it show. I'm coming out with my hands up because I finally realized that God's got a plan for me. I finally realized that the best is still yet to come. But I gotta praise him right now because this